The adult beverages are poured, the kids are asleep. Welcome to New Dad Gaming, a show about fatherhood, gaming, and new fathers figuring out their gaming lives. My name is Trevor, and I have a seven-year-old and a five-year-old. I'm Jeff, I have a 12-year-old and a nine-year-old. Okay, quick story off the hop, and it was, it's one of those things where you keep mentioning something to your kids, so they start repeating it without fully understanding the context of it. Oh yeah, those are the best kind. <laughs> so mine is, like, I'll be working and I just hear my youngest squealing, being completely upset, right? Like, because my oldest is antagonizing him. <laughs> so, <laughs> and as if I would say that to him and he'd understand, it's like, stop antagonizing him. Do you understand? Right. <laughs> and eventually I'd come up, it's like, what happened? I was antagonizing him. <laughs> like, it's, like, it's like spell antagonizing forward. You know, it's like I'm kind of glad. That's good that your vocabulary is expanding. But I don't think yeah. that's an age appropriate. You're bugging him. You're bugging him. Right. Stop bugging him. That's funny, I, though. Like he's probably at the oh, recess. He's like, stop antagonizing each other. I just I can't wait to get a note from the teacher. It's like, yeah, your son told me to stop antagonizing him. <laughs> Can oh. you just quit it with the learning? please yeah. your learning's really antagonistic antagonistic <laughs> thank you uh but the, <laughs> moving on to gaming news you had a great thing i've always kind of dreamt of when i get to the phase where you're sort of at where it's like i get to play the game the kid's gonna watch or we're together going to watch a football game watch a soccer game like just you know that kind of active watching of a particular segment and it sounded like you had a bit of that this week but because you and your son checked out the nintendo direct that happened just this week so what was that like what especially from a kid who loves video games and probably was pretty excited by most of it yeah just living the dream over here trevor you know what can i say (laughs) can i watch nintendo direct (laughs) yes son absolutely (laughs) absolutely you can um yeah i had mentioned that there was a there was a lot going on this week there was nintendo direct and state of play and tokyo game show but i have kind of mentioned it to somebody else that i was talking to and my nine-year-old ears perked up. They're like, oh, Nintendo's showing more games? <laughs> like, they are. Games, you say. It's that time. So they were really interested. They asked what time. And I said, well, we could live stream it or watch it later. And they were pretty keen on live streaming it to get all that, like, right as it was going. You know, it's different when it's recorded, Dad. Like, let's do it live. <laughs> so we watched this together. And, like, Nintendo, I think, has extended this one. It was almost an hour. An hour. I wasn't expecting it that long. I thought it was like like a 20-minute thing. Um, But I have like a lot of birthdays and Christmases covered because Nintendo showed a lot of games (laughs) that my nine-year-old wants all of them. (laughs) Like, it wasn't... Ooh, I'll take... He's just like taking... He has his list out as you're speaking. He's like, I'll take this one and I will take this one. Let's see if I get two for Christmas and then I get two for my birthday. Yeah, one from grandma, one from like, you know, my brother and yeah, it was uh it was a lot that Nintendo showed and it just kept like one hit after another, like especially mm-hmm. to my 9-year-old. So not everything hit for me, but man, like it was just like, "Oh, I really want that game." And it was like this farming sim that I was mm-hmm. by Square Enix. Uh, I think it's Harvestella or something. Oh, okay. And they're like, yeah. you know, it's like this RPG monsters. It's kind of like Stardew, but it's a little bit older. I really want that one. Mm-hmm. And then Kirby, and they're like, "Oh, I really oh. want the Kirby." <laughs> That's amazing! I can't wait to play that game. I'm like, you have a Kirby game, you don't play it. Like, but uh, that one? <laughs> no, not That's old, Dad. Get, yeah. get with it now, please. <laughs> the problem with Kirby games too is like they don't 
number them at all like and all right. the names are really close i'm old now i'm like i can't tell the difference grandma's gonna give you the wrong one. Oh, grandma that is an absolute nightmare for a grandma like at least yeah. at, at least when everything used to be sequential right like the playstation playstation 2 yeah playstation yeah. At least playstation tell you what they're the best ones for at least the consoles right all very sequential right xbox I'm still <laughs> confused. I think I have the latest. Uh, that's not entirely sure. It could be like Kirby, right? You have no idea if Kirby's the latest or not. I have no idea. All Stars Kirby Challenge. I don't know what it was called, but Kirby. That's that's great. So like the so the entire time the two of you were watching it, watching all these games together, and he and he stuck in for the whole thing and got just increasingly excited about the various yeah ones coming out. Oh, that's so great. Yeah, and like and again, the highlight was Kirby Factorio. Uh, mm -hmm. really interested right. in automation that was specific hmm. they said i really want the automation in that it looks like fun i'm like wow that's an older type hmm. game absolutely let's try it out i don't know how it's going to hold up on the switch but your computer can't run it <laughs> um <laughs> just good organizational skills like practice That'd yeah be awesome people love yeah it. exactly yeah let's organize this like you don't organize your bedroom um so <laughs> like, whatever can help but in the uh, in the like midway to the show, they had their online offerings, and I was taken aback because they are re-releasing Goldeneye. Oh my god, I can't like it. The internet by storm. Like I I didn't watch the event, but immediately I was pretty well aware of Goldeneye. Yeah, because like Twitter and everybody on it just could not stop talking about it, and it seemed like there was a bit of controversy. Is probably too strong a word, but it, there certainly was not some of the elements of the release does not seem to be well received is that right yeah this was um they inserted multiplayer like online multiplayer into this which that was kind of a surprise like everyone mm. expected the local co-op oh, but yeah. the online is exclusive just to the switch so it is launching on <laughs> xbox game pass no so, online at all ever yeah, how did i want to know how you feel about that because like for me hey there's Goldeneye. Yay, it comes to the Xbox. Wow, yeah. that's like, how good of you? That's amazing that you release it to a different system. Fantastic. And I think it's actually even Game Pass, so it's even better. Yeah. So you don't even have to pay for it. And it's like, oh, and you know, it's going to have the full campaign, it's going to be HD, and it's going to be the local multiplayer that you love. I'm like, wow, that's all excellent. Uh, we're introducing online multiplayer. That's fascinating, but Great. only for Switch. You're like, huh. What? <laughs> now, <laughs> now, at that point, like I said, there's so much of it for me when I heard about it. I have a hard time getting upset about that because so much of the rest of it was amazing. Like, wow, I get to play, um, yeah, modern day Goldeneye or the remake of Goldeneye on my modern system on my Xbox. Fantastic! And then it's just like, oh, but you can't, yeah, do multiplayer. It's like, yeah, fine, <laughs> good. But you now, how are you feeling about it? Well, I don't have an Xbox, so I'm feeling better. Um, <laughs> you <can> careless, <laughs> but I don't Couldn't pay careless, for. I should say. I don't pay for Nintendo Online, so I'm not I'm not gonna pay for the online plus the expansion pack because you have to do the expansion mm. pack to get this, uh -oh. which to me is like this whole game's price tag, granted yeah. for a year. But I don't think I would play to with too many people. I don't know how this game would function online. Mm. Local co-op uh, or local multiplayer, very different experience when you have all your buddies around. You know them. Uh, you know yeah. when people are kind of getting pissed off and stuff, and you know jerking around online i don't know what people are going to do with this game do you know what i mean like just yeah. going back to like counter-strike days 
where, you know, you'd have your campers and snipers and all sorts of people just running around doing stupid things. And I don't know. GoldenEye is a very tight game and very small. Like, it's a small map for each one. So, I don't know. Let's see what happens. I, I, see, that, that is a very fascinating thought because I wonder if it could possibly be replicated. Like, the, it is a, look, let's be really honest here. Like, it's a janky game. Oh, right. for sure. Yes. Like, I don't know if you try Like, it's still fun. Like, you still go back and you'll have your nostalgia. You'll have a great time. But it is jank. Yeah. Yeah. And part of the greatest part was, like, you and your three other buddies, and you got pizza, and you got your four controllers. Like, that proximity in playing was a real drive of it. It was amazing. Right? Yeah. But I, <laughs> it's also we were young. Like, I don't know that you could just, like, re... It's like, and then you'll just play it online. It could be exactly like it was. I don't know that you can recapture it. I would be interested. So, sorry, let me finish that thought. So where does that go with online? Is it possible that online play would have that same threat? Will you get any of those feelings yeah. from playing online? That's yet to be seen. Then the more interesting one, after you finish that thought, will you get this? Do you think you can get the same feeling by playing online? And the second follow-up do you think you can get that feeling by playing with your kids? Mm. Especially if you can convince your wife. You have a foursome ready to go yeah. to play this like all together. Like, What, what are your two takes on that? Um, online, I'm not sure. Okay, so just trying. We're all trying to chase this nostalgia of what was, <laughs> yeah. right? So even trying to replay through this game, like I love it to death. This is one of the greatest games that I've ever played at that time. Now... I don't know if this is going to be just like, I'm going to use my old dad saying a fart in the wind and it kind of goes out in the weekend. You know, that's it. Um, (laughs) Multiplayer, I think it depends on kind of who you get in that lobby and who is playing with you. But I think you could have fun. I don't think you'll have the same energy as what back in the old days of sitting on the couch. That being said, with my kids locally and with my wife, I mean, I would have a blast because I know these maps like the back of my hand. (laughs) (laughs) That is like, that is, to be clear, is like your kids are very good at games. They are. And you're getting old. That's true. That's true. So, so so I don't know. Like, so you got to be careful about that uh, arrogance, man. I don't know that, like, you you might have a real comeuppance and a humbling moment. I mean, I could position it as like, this is the only time you could slap your dad with the slappers only. Like, Like, it could be really hilarious. Like, that I think they would have a blast at, but Mm. somebody would kill somebody else. And do you know what I mean? Like, it would end in a bad time. I think we could have maybe a few matches before it starts to turn, at least with my kids. I don't know Mm. about your own, but be like, "Eh." it's a bit young. So, the first person, well, they both both played Garden Warfare. So, they have some familiarity about weapons, reloading, and kind of like first person style action. So, they might be able to pull it off, but I, I think I think it would go over their heads the competitive yeah. nature of it, and especially if I'm trying. I mean, because again, because again, too, let's let's go with let's go with the version of this, right? Which I'm not sure I agree with, but the, the version of it where you're so talented at this, Jeff, that your kids don't even stand a chance. Yeah, and then you got to okay, how much is Jeff going to pull up <laughs> to let the kid have one one kill or two and not feel like a complete uh, wipe? Because part of it, part of that competitive nature too, is that. You and all your buddies were trying as hard as possible oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to win, right? Uh, so unless your kids have like really 
take after their dad and become like next level gold knight players i'd be curious about yeah i mean i've seen them in smash they picked that up pretty quick and then started beating me like mm. <laughs> within within weeks and months so yeah they could learn this game and i'm sure just again i used to play this all the time uh proximity mines in the complex like i know all the spaces to hide um and i'm sure they'll pick that up pretty quickly and make a fool of me but god you know You'd it's be the option. worst to play against. So just like, you're gonna be <laughs> to piss them off. You're gonna be like, you're gonna pick odd job. You're gonna like hide in the corner. Didn't even need odd job, Trevor. I can't believe oh, wow. you would even say that to me. I'd be like Jaws. I'd be the tallest one in there. <laughs> Bring it on. with throwing knives and still clean up. <clears throat> oh, this my is my mood. jam. So yeah, I'll, I'll let them win if we do try it. I mean, again, it's going to Game Pass. I I hope that you would try it. Oh, Maybe yeah. not with your kids, but with somebody that's you know. Have a have a good gaming sesh. Oh, Let me that'd know. Be that would just be so much fun. Maybe even with my kids if I can get them into it. But very least, like just the, uh, I would absolutely want to do it just for that nostalgia trip. I remember yep. buying it as an adult somewhere in my twenties. I remember buying an N sixty four, and for the first time beating Zelda Ocarina of Time. Right. And then because I never had N sixty four when I was growing up, and then also Gold and I just like playing all the missions and just yeah. remembering like immediate throwback to how. A, how awful the controls are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And B, yeah. how fantastic that game still hold, hold up. So, yeah. What, what an amazing announcement. So thrilled it's come to Xbox. I am curious to hear from gaming dads out there. Are you upset about the lack of on player, online multiplayer for the Xbox? Are you excited to play this with your own kids and like have your own in the house four player pizza party, Goldeneye, harkening back to the old days? Gather around, kids. Come watch how your dad was forged on the battlefield. That's right. Uh, but love to hear your notes there, Gaming Dad. So you reach out to us at our Twitter, at New Dad Gaming, or our website, NewDadGaming.com. Now, it. we are ripping apart yeah. GoldenEye for its awful control scheme. <laughs> and graphics, everything else like that, Like it, it's still a classic. It always, it'll always will be. Now, one thing, I got into some a somewhat similar scenario. So recently I got into Immortals Phoenix Rising. Okay. Which is well let me let me get to the transition first. Like the super janky and it not super janky. It it is janky. The animations are not that great. The gameplay yeah. is not even particularly smooth. It feels like a, a poor man's uh Assassin's Creed. Okay. Like everything's yeah, yeah. just a little bit less quality. Like what what did you call it when I was asking you about the game? It's just like a high quality mobile game. <laughs> and it's not like, that's not like, you know, bringing this down by any means. It just, that's what it felt like to me. Like it was just yeah, like the, you were saying, this transitions weren't as smooth. There's something just a little bit off. Like, mm -hmm. you know. And the, now, so the great thing about that though, like what it immediately did for me, and by the way, I'm adoring this game. I'm probably going to go play it tonight after we're done recording. Lots of fun. It, it's, it showed up on Game Pass. So anybody with that service, I suggest dads try it. What it did for me, though, is like the, the complete immediate lack of polish was actually very endearing to me because immediately it kind of felt like a PS2 game. Oh. And kind of the contained nature of it, as opposed to even with a Breath of the Wild or something like an Assassin's Creed game. You're like, oh, boy, this is really fun. Let me just go to this map. Oh, no, <laughs> I, don't, I don't have time to play this. Why did I do this? Yeah, <laughs> I can't play it. But you look at this one, you're like, oh, this is fairly contained. Uh, 
everything's kind of like fun. It like I got immediately like uh, Fable vibes, like the initial okay, Fable one or Fable two. Yeah, I can see that. Just how it's you can tell that they put a lot of care into it. They tried very hard. There is a story. Everything's meaningful, but less limitations of tech at the time. So between that kind of PS2 vibes, like the Fable vibe, uh, the condent not condensed, but like the reasonable contained uh, size of it all. Yeah. It's been really great. It, just, it drum drum up so much nostalgic of like, oh, this is just a video ass game. Video uh, video. This is just a video, very much just a straight up video game. Yeah, a game ass video game. That's the like term I was <laughs> for. It's from another podcast, and I always love that term. It's a game ass video game. Yeah, and it was yeah. great. I could totally see that. I remember playing the the demo of this thing, and it was it was good. At like, I had fun with it. There was a lot of puzzles in the one area i think i gave you which were mm-hmm. very zelda vibes like i oh, think it was like uh, no, no no don't don't be kind <laughs> it is it is a, it is a top to bottom rip off oh it's completely of, ripping it off <laughs> like they they get these uh gauntlets at some point so you can lift stuff it yep. is the exact damn animation as far as like the beam shooting up from yes. hands yeah uh, it has all of the uh stamina features so climbing and running and swimming it all takes stamina exactly like breath of the wild the best, the best part, Jeff, is like the weapons don't break. It's perfect. <laughs> it's, it's Trevor so... Zelda. Look at this. Look, we I've did been it. waiting. We I've been it. waiting for this to not have my damn weapons break in a Zelda game. <laughs> Nintendo's, oh, no. naked, Nintendo's out there taking notes. They're like, oh, actually, they did like that. They don't like the weapons not breaking and freaking out, yeah. never using anything. Okay. So, so you before I went on my tirade, you had mentioned that. So it had some zelda like puzzles yeah it's zelda but um with a different coat of paint um which was it it was good it was fun i did find like what you were kind of saying where uh, ps2 vibes are like something where it's it feels approachable and casual and you can kind of sink into it Mm -hmm. and not have to worry about i didn't find it overly difficult um it seemed like i have a lot of checkpoints a lot of saving going on so you kind of felt comfortable and not too pressured because I find like even coming from games like Elden Ring and Oof. Sekiro, like, you know, I could lose a lot of progress at any time. <laughs> and this thing was just back in the day was was a nice kind of, you know, it was a video game. Like you said, it was just a, a nice video game. Even the kids picked it up mm. and they had a blast with especially like my 12 year old who's really into like Greek mythology, mm-hmm. loved the mythology uh, part of oh, it. Yeah. Right. So. They're very much into that kind of story and, you know, would always mention what's wrong in it. And like, <laughs> like, well, point of order. I don't think so. That didn't happen. <laughs> like, so they, they had a good time with it. I never ended up picking it up, but I could see if I had Game Pass, that would be an easy kind of turnkey to get back into it. Oh, sure. yeah. No. So I'll say that like, I'm exactly with your kid on this one. And I don't, I don't know if you've ever had this experience with another game, but... Uh, Apropos of nothing, just like perfect synergy, I'm reading a book called Mythos by Stephen Fry, which okay. is just an entire coverage of Greek mythology, like top to bottom. So like, nice. it's a phenomenal book. Like I'm really adoring it. But then, and then I just happen to get into this, and it's like, oh, and then Hera does this. I'm like, hey, I know there Hera. Like I remember that from the book. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they're meant, and even the uh, the Titan, who before I was reading this book, so the main foe seems to be a one of the Titans. Yep, of, of Greek mythology. And before I'd read this book, I w- really would not have recognized the name. Now I do. So I don't know if you've ever had like a, oh, I read this or I studied this and now I'm seeing it in game form. Hooray. Um, a lot with God of War. So God of War goes oh, through a nice. lot of those myths yeah. and, and 
there's a lot of liberties taken, but uh, <laughs> they could be a little bit more brutal with it too, because a lot of that mythology, like it was brutal and this mm. is very, you know, cartoony, which is fine. Right. But like, yeah. like you were saying, you kind of did your homework on this one and you got more out of it. Right. Versus yeah. the game kind of telling you, but my 12 year old loves it. And we mentioned on our Twitter too, like he, um, he listens to a podcast called Greeking Out by National mm-hmm. Geographic. Very nice. approachable. So for any kids that are looking for like, a high level, a rainbow kind of view of Mm -hmm. Greek mythology. Uh, Greeking out is one to to look out. Lots of episodes on it too. So very approachable. And now my 12-year-old's kind of getting into the the ugly side of Greek mythology because he's older and (laughs) he can understand a little bit more. But oh yeah, just ooh, just wait till he learns how Aphrodite was created. Oh, he does know. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we had many many a chats, which is good. Like that conversation is opening up, and you know we're getting into a little bit more serious talks. But mm-hmm. you know, maybe God of War is on the horizon for him. I don't know. We can get into I, like I would, a little bit more mature. I I am so enjoying the research of the history followed by the playing of the game. Like yeah. I'm fairly tempted that if I ever do dip back into God of War. Like I might want to pick up a book about North Mas- Norse mythology. Yeah, <laughs> Norse is it? Yeah, right? Norse. Yeah, yeah Norse mythology. Because the thought that you would read about Thor and um, Odin and all Loki, all, like, all those gods and everything else that they did. Because of yeah. course, like okay, Odin, like Thor. Okay, I can say those guys. I don't know very much about the rest of it, besides what I was kind of picking up for God of War. So the thought that you would actually not study. But no. like, just kind of immerse yourself in that. And then so when you're playing through, there's all those kind of recognizable, like, hey, I remember that from the books. Yeah, and that's a, that's probably a good way to do it because I usually go down the rabbit hole after <laughs> and, you know, discover a lot of the stuff that, hey, they actually call that out in a different way, right? Like, they're relating back to it, which is neat to see as, like, an artist, right? Like, they managed mm. to insert these things in. So maybe your way is a little bit better because you get more out of the game as you play instead of <laughs> later on, which still inspiring to go and, you know, off into the old myths and escapism. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, no, that's a good one. I like yeah, it. I, I just, I, I, I adore the fact that your kid is going through the podcast too about Greek mythology. Cause I've, I've always loved that. Like on interviews, I've been on other podcasts about new dad gaming. You know, that's one of the opportunities I speak about. I was like, look, like the, it, there's so many rich, interesting mythology and stories and history that could be relayed like you talk about egypt and one of the better stories i had heard about i think and you had i think a similar experience i may be remembering this wrong but with just with the um assassin's creed that was set in egypt ancient yes. egypt and the realism there's a whole segment of gamers that were completely turning off any combat any game loops anything they were just walking around egypt because they found it to be so enthralling to be in this world that they had like learned about or studied about and you can kind of see that kindling within kids too where it's like wow like greek mythology is awesome it's like you know some there's some really like interesting books about it like oh ancient egypt it's like egypt had themselves like archaeologists because it survived for three thousand years yeah like, we could learn more yeah yeah and it's funny that you mentioned assassin's creed like with the origins they had that was so popular. They put so much time into it that they made yeah. a mode that was like a museum mode, right? So you yeah. walked around and it was like his guided tour with a narrator and it would go through all the structures and little stories. And it was, I think it was popular enough that they put it into Odyssey, if I'm not mistaken. I think they had the, the same, same thing in Odyssey about, um, I think that's Roman. Hmm. I think that's the Roman times. 
Um, might be Greek. Might be mistaken there. But yeah. Uh, yeah, no, my kids had a blast with that one because, again, Assassin's Creed is very large and, you know, yeah. draining in its own right. But the history and the amount of work that they did and putting life into that world mm-hmm. and stuff that I did not know about, just even seeing the farming and the agriculture, like mm-hmm. how they did it, that's like true to life, true to what they know, which is great to see. Like that is something that kind of propelled me through this game. Hmm. Yeah, even, I can even back to that. It wasn't as detailed, but you, you do remember the cities of the original Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Which was set in, man, what? I, I am blanking on the exact like history and culture, but it felt felt like it was in the middle east but it was like stunning like just like the like these cities i don't well, actually it was middle east or like man i'm blowing that anyways the settings of the first assassin creed even yeah. despite all the technological issues that existed back then like they're still just so vibrant and like the way the cities were like set up and on top of each other it was a blast just to run around but the, the fact that they would just lean into it yeah and kind of give like kudos and credit to their uh game level designers like the amount of detail they'd put in so that you could build a museum mode a museum mode like what from a video game how phenomenal yeah and kind of like a two birds one stone like they made the city so realistic but yet playable right because mm-hmm. it still has to be video gaming otherwise you're going to run down five kilometers of empty road <laughs> you know what I mean like <laughs> to get to the next thing over the desert to get to the next city of like memphis <laughs> but uh no, they, they did a good, like, I don't give enough props to Assassin's Creed. And a lot of people just want to, you know, like, oh, there's another one. Oh, it's going to be janky, right? There's mm-hmm. going to be a bunch of problems with it. But they've really kind of owned this, like, going into mythology and stuff. And I love it. I love mm-hmm. it. Yeah, so. because I haven't heard as much praise for the, I mean, we're, already, we're talking about Norse. I didn't hear as much for the Viking one. I don't know if it, you'd have to imagine it's probably as steeped, but it's it's free on the ps plus i have (laughs) and i haven't downloaded it because i have to i have to delete games it's like an 80 gig (laughs) game or something so i have to go and delete i'm like ah i don't want to right now so it is there maybe i'll play it after the show and dive in there so excited (laughs) please do please report back and uh, i tell you it's some of the, the greatest part about gaming i absolutely love the place that we've arrived besides the technology the fun stuff the capability the improvement of life where it's like autosave and fast load yeah. and all these other great parts but like the thought that we can have borderline educational experiences that just expand what's possible from a exploration of history and awesome love yep. it check so, all the kids into learning look at that it's, right. <laughs> it's like haha dad i killed a guy uh-uh you killed a historical figure <laughs> which technically means you're learning no! uh, when you get to grade seven or eight you're gonna know that it's not even gonna be a problem it's like describe the assassination attempt of the egyptian ruler you're like yeah stupid assassin's creed learning and stuff <laughs> stupid a plus <laughs> exactly i hate you games <laughs> all right well we'll wrap it up there everybody thank you so much for listening this has been new dad gaming do you have your own experiences with historical games have you read something and then played the games have you do you have a thought on goldeneye are you looking forward to getting together with some other gaming dads or your own family unit to try to remake those old pizza laden coke strewn as in coca-cola coke strewn <laughs> gaming nights around the old n64 we'd love to hear from you you can find us at our twitter at new dad gaming or our website newdadgaming.com. especially on twitter one of the greatest parts of these last couple months as the show has continued to grow has been on the interaction with fellow gaming dads on these networks 
So please do reach out if you have any thoughts or ideas or just to say hello. We'd love to hear from you. If you did like the show, uh, you can find us on any of the podcasting networks to subscribe. So you can subscribe on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Caster, anywhere where you get your podcast. What really would help it if we could ask for a favor is if, besides a subscription, if you could leave a rating and a comment. Doing so massively boosts the show to other gaming dads as we try to bring as many as possible to the fold to compare Assassin's Creed's historical inaccuracies That's right. for our Wikipedia entry. <laughs> <laughs> but besides that, everybody, as, as every week, we can't thank you enough for listening. Until next week, my name is Trevor, and I have a 7-year-old and a 5-year-old. And I'm Jeff. I have a 12-year-old and a 9-year-old. All right. And remember, just because you became a dad does not mean game over.